ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Elmore deep, left side three, and Welcome into the Monday, June 10th edition. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. It's Monday. That means we're at the Union Pub and Grill. That's right. Every Monday, we're here at the Union Pub and Grill in Huntington. You can always join us for the Monday special. We have got $1.50 bottles. We've got $2 call shots. We've got Dave Walsh, young, thundering herd quarterback, emeritus. Yes, emeritus. Or former. And sportscaster of the year in the talk show field. Okay, we're um, that's we're, you. We're that's off. You. We're off to a good start. Hey, that's you. Hey, we are we are yeah. glossing each other. We go. are uh, we are stolen each other's <laughs> virtues. I mean, we yeah. are basically telling each other how great we are. That's right. How and great. that's what you're going to get for an hour here of <laughs> us just telling everyone how great we are. Click. <laughs> and you can join the program as well. Eight seven seven. To talk about you've got, you've been doing some research. I, I got some stuff here. Marshall you can do baseball drafting people. We, I got to tell them the numbers though if they okay. want to join. Okay, all right, right here. All right, enjoy your tasty beverage here. Eight seven seven four two zero talk. Brought to you by Miller Lite. Miller Lite, whole true great taste. Only ninety six calories. It's the original light beer. Yeah, we got baseball to get into. We got everything we possibly can. Of course. Uh, the one thing with Marshall Baseball is, if you saw it on Twitter, and if you haven't yet, Elvis Peralta signing with the Oakland squad. Yeah. That's right. That's right. That's He's an Oakland A now. I He's an athletic. Asked, you want your chance. I mean, Kyler Murray was with, could have been with Kyler, but Kyler opted to go for the NFL and a little more money. I think um, I think he's got a great chance. <laughs> yes. I, I don't know if he's going to uh, be top level because it's very hard to be top right. level, but if he can stick in the system – and if he can work his way up, right. I think he's going to be a, a really yeah, great they, they, prospect. You know, and the big thing is get your foot in the door, and the A's gave him a chance. Now it's up to him. Good steal for them. it's up to him, yeah. So, I mean, you, and, and we've got enough Marshall guys of late doing well. I saw was it last week when uh, Hammer got called up to Philadelphia, I believe it was. Headlines were like to drop the Hammer. He's in, He's got called up to Philly and, and did well. So, uh, you know, some of the guys that Coach Wagner had uh, – Doing okay out there. The headline machine was working yes. well over at the Herald Dispatch that day. Hammer drops. I mean, that's original. That's original. <laughs> I don't think that was Timmy's fault, though. Timmy doesn't write those headlines. No, no, no. That go, that's across the room. Okay, so across the room, they write the headlines, and it's not the author of the story no, itself. But a lot of times, you'll hear about it. You will hear about it. How could And then you go, I had nothing to do with it. They don't buy it. They just see your name and everything and associate with it. Right. And if something said on your station, you hear about it. Yeah. You have nothing it. to do with it. Well, no, no, no. But I, you're guilty by association. Um, if it's something I directly said, yeah, I'll yeah. hear about it. If it's something you said, I'll hear about right. it. If it's a commercial <laughs> that played, I'll hear about, about it. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll hear about it. It's okay. It's fine. You can uh-huh. you can let me hear about it on Twitter, at Paul Swan. Right. At Paul Swan. I will be answering those tweets between now and, and 6 o'clock. Okay. And then I'll shut the laptop down <laughs> and then move on. That's right. And then I'll open, the phones lo- I'll open the phone up later. There we go. I don't sit there. I sh- maybe I should. I don't sit there all day on my s- phone. <laughs> I don't have time. I know. I don't sit there on my phone all day. I don't have, like, tweet deck up on my computer with filters all over the place, oh. keeping a monitor on everything that's going on. Yeah, and, and, your, and your fellow employees walking down the halls like No, this. not doing that. No. No. I, I've got a better way to do things. Yeah, I have Bill Cornwell. There you go. <laughs> I have a Cornwell. That's, <laughs> that's what I have. <laughs> Across the room. Exactly. Bill's doing all that for yeah. me. I don't dollar need, Bill. Yeah. That was Dollar Bill. Dollar Bill's good. I have seen him for a while. Yeah, he's good. Um, 
you, you didn't see him Thursday last week uh, because um, he didn't um, feel good. Uh-oh, not so, again. He's fine now. Okay. He's fine. Yeah, you knew that uh, he didn't have to – he didn't feel good if he wasn't going to come see Jim Birmingham, who was in oh, town yeah. last week. Yeah. That was uh, last Monday when he had him on. That was very well. Just think, you were hurt in Canada last Monday. I was hurt in Canada. I was hurt internationally. That's right. And so – It was great to relive some of those things. Yeah, it was. He's taking those pictures over there with the front of the jersey. Yeah, I pointed that out to him. And, yeah. of course, uh, that's the cool thing here about the Union Pub and Grill oh, is you might find something. You might find something you haven't seen. On the wall. He remembers seeing it, I think. <laughs> I, I just don't know where Herb st- stores all this stuff because you know this is a complete collection. It's no. not. Mm-mm. He's got it maybe in an attic somewhere up yeah. here. But, the, yeah, that was fun. It of was course. fun, and then they had a little get-together Thursday. And yeah. A group of people showed up. You were there. I was there. I was, uh, you came in. I'm not, trying to, I'm not trying to poo-poo on it, but I was surprised there weren't more people there. Yeah. I don't yeah. think, think Burmy did a good enough job getting the word out. Uh, but it was still a good crew. Yeah, it was and, good. Hey, and the fun thing is just sit back and listen to the stories. Listen, I mean, you generated quite a few with him here and some other things, and it was just fun to listen to. How did I not get Buck Cruz not to pay for my meal? I don't know. How, did you have to pay for your meal? I only got something to drink. Oh, you so you were wild. I left it with Bernie, but Bernie, right. but uh, no. You think, Buck, please. Come on, Buck. Come, you own the town. Come on, yeah. Basically, <laughs> you, you own the town. Pay for my meal here. No. Yeah. I, uh, and, I and gotta, you, you were pressing Bernie. Uh, can we have something across the street to say, and we know, it we know odds are it's not going to happen. Would love to see it. It's happen. a great pipe dream. Yeah, but no. It's a fantasy. It yeah. really is. Fantasy Hockey's hockey. not coming back. Yeah. Now baseball, probably a different story. Uh, a couple years from now, when the ballpark's fruition. Baseball should. We try. could have uh, tonight. When you get done, you could be heading down to uh, staff the game, cover the game, announce the game. Who knows? No, that'll be Steve Cotton's job. Steve Cotton's, job. Steve Cotton's the voice of the herd, and Steve <laughs> Cotton is uh, the baseball expert. Right. You're listening to him do baseball. Yeah. I mean, I don't know where he comes up with some of those facts. I mean, on the Twitter account, you look and it's like, where does this come from? He, he is a walking history book like Woody. He, Yeah, no, he out Woody's Woody. Out Woody. That's when when it comes to too. baseball, I'm sure there have been times where Woody Woodrum has sat there, just looked up like, what? where did that come from? <laughs> yeah. Where? How do you know that? Yeah. So Steve does a fantastic yeah. job doing yeah, baseball. He's probably done his homework now because yeah. uh, you know what's around the corner. So you get to have the voice of the herd all happy because he's going to be able to do more baseball games? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't have very far to go. No. Do it. Just walks across the street. It's a great venture for uh, it's a great venture for Marshall here in the next few years yeah. and for Huntington as well. Yeah. yeah. This will be great. I mean, we're the only city without a ballpark pretty much in that's, the state. That's now. getting rectified. And that's, yeah, we'll have it. And the way Mike talks, is they're, they're doing their best to outdo everybody that's got one. And well, you saw the one on TV. Up in Morgantown, that's the first time I've seen it, and it looked pretty nice. I think if you're going to do it, you do it right. right. It's not, hey, we're trying to outdo you. It's just like, look. You just want to do a job. We just want to do it the best. We just want the best. Mm-hmm. Right now, we're <laughs> going to put. When you wait forever. Yeah, we want the best. It's <laughs> right. not, because uh, you know what? That was great for the state, I think. Yeah. Even though it didn't end well for West Virginia, that I was great not, for the state. I did not know they lost. I'm watching, and they're ahead, they're ahead, and ahead, and then I change the channel, come back, and all of a sudden it flashes up. A&M and gets yellow, and I went, what? And then I saw what happened, I went, oh, my gosh. Not only do a walk-off, walk-off slam. <laughs> what, a way to, what a way to end your season. Woo! I don't know if um, that's more devastating than losing maybe I mean, especially in when the next nine, game. Nine to one lead with three innings to go, you lose. I mean, whoa. It's pretty devastating. Yes. But the good news is. I think they'll be back. Right. So there's no worries there. Yeah, and I think it's the same thing. It's just like with Coach Wagner down at this Conference USA tournament. 
he had uh, some pitching issues after your starter. You kind of, you know, you just hope. And once you go to the, the, it's what they call the loser's bracket, you watch the teams on TV now, they just run out of pitching. You know, they just, they just, teams last night, they're just running out of arms. Unless it's the Vanderbilt guy throwing a no-hitter was pretty impressive. When you get to a point where you can recruit to the stadium, you're going to get some more arms, yes. I think. Yes, I and mean, Coach Wagner says you drop somebody in here and they see that and they'll go, what do I sign? What do I sign? And once you get this thing established, maybe you start hosting a couple of tournaments. State tournament, you host possibly a Conference USA tournament yeah. once. Did you see a state baseball here? It would be nice. Get everything in order. You get your house in order. It could happen. Down the road. When it comes up for bid? Football, I don't, I I don't would. think so. But I'd baseball, bid for it. I'd make a run for it. I'd bid for it, yeah. You know, it's at a time of year you're done. In June, and whenever they have it in Charleston, that's always when they're out of town. I think you make a bid for it because let's let's be honest. You have you unless have a, adequate housing now. Unless Marshall's going to be undefeated in Conference USA, <laughs> right. uh, they're not getting um, they're not getting regionally time soon. You've got two nice redone hotels. You've got the campus, and you've got all the other places. You've got plenty of housing for people. I have not been in the new DoubleTree. Have you? No. Or the other one that's the, the former Holiday Inn, which right. is something else, and it's also the, something out there at Barbersville. I've not been out there no. recently. But uh, I think Burmese stayed there one night, but the floor he was on was not. Are you sure? Done. Are you know. sure? Because um, if, you follow, if you follow him on social media, I don't think he stayed anywhere other than the streets <laughs> of Huntington. I mean, he's not here now, so I'm not picking on him. But, That's right. yeah, former hockey player, he comes into town, and he just goes on a, uh, a tour of – he does touristy things, yeah. and he's hitting every bar in the city. Because I think when he left here last week, he was back to where – somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah, I said, I'm not picking on him, though. Yeah. I'm, tr I'm trying not to. But that but was I know one thing. He told me he had a great time here. He had a great time. Well, I guess, for lack of a better, going down memory lane. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because he, um, you, you look at his record and his, his abilities, he goes down in history as one of the greatest all-time ECHL players. He's in the Hall of Fame. And I it, did not realize that until I saw this video. Yeah, he's in the Hall of Fame. He went in this year in Toledo. I mean, that must have been hard to go. I think he's 10th all-time in scoring. Yeah. I mean, you go in Toledo, that's a place that you really didn't have much fun with. Right. And that's where you're inducted. And but I'm, with that, I'm sure he goes, I don't care. And if he <laughs> would have played more, because he was called up a few times uh, to the next level. He, was, he didn't make the NHL, really not an no. NHLer. Mm -mm. But he, he flirted with that. And of It course, was always out there, but yeah. it just never – it didn't come to fruition for A him. lot of times, you know, he would be the first for the coach, Grant to go. It's a numbers game. And then he goes into it's coaching a for game. a little bit. And then he um, he steps down from that. And then he goes into youth hockey for what a year. And then that didn't work out for him because he wanted to coach the kids to have fun. And you have these. Um, Mom and dads. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Gretzky. It's I'm okay. You know not, what? It's okay. Yes, we know your son's better. We know your daughter's better. But. Uh, we're playing youth sports here. We're playing youth sports. There's no cup up here. You're going to drink good. up when it's over. We're good. <laughs> Let the kids have some fun, please. How many times have you seen that at all levels? You it's, go to baseball, it's ridiculous. soccer. It's just like. It's ridiculous. I've said for years, I just would, to heck with covering something, just sit there and listen and write a book on what goes on in the stands. I felt sorry for the kids at times. It really did. Well, it's because there's pressure to win. If you if you don't win, you you have oh. you're you're no good. You go home, and then if you lose, and you go home that night, are they going to talk to me? Look, <laughs> it's uh, it's tough. I get it. And then we get multi-million dollar industry uh, of college athletics, which right. is a, I mean, okay, multi-million, probably uh, a uh, flirting with a couple billion here, at least uh, lots of numbers. 
Yes, and then the players that are always arguing, they use us and we get nothing. We get a, a scholarship and a little house money, but not what the university's making. No, the university's no. making a lot of money. No. And because they're making a lot of money, it, there's that competitive edge. It's not a situation where you're out there, you're playing athletics, it's good for the student athlete. It is, okay, this is bringing income into the right. university. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then you have to spend that income to go generate more income by way of having uh, facilities because sure. it doesn't end. You can't sit on rest on your laurels. Yeah, I mean, I was just reading the other day, University of Alabama is getting ready to do something. A lot of their other places have, yeah. have remodeled. They've done some work here. Right. And, and another day, I, I think, was one of the websites. They had a, the, somebody rated the, the conference facilities for football. Yes. Did you see who was number one? I saw that, but I had issue with that. Not because of Marshall's number one. I had who, issue who, with it because – Who was it? What were you issuing with? My issue is that it was based on atmosphere. Yeah. And – I want to know more. If you're going to rank college atmosphere. game day atmosphere, Marshall, number one. Right. If you're going to rank facilities, let's have a conversation about facilities because they didn't really have any negatives about the you know about the experience. And I'm sitting there thinking, well, that's nice. Yeah. There are some issues, as there are with every station. Right. So I mean, with every stadium, right. I'm not picking on Jones C. Edwards Stadium right. here. It served Marshall well, mm-hmm. but. It's time to get in there and do some, um, some some cleanup. And what I mean by that is, and this takes money, so it's not an issue of not wanting to. It's not being able to. But I'm sure eventually you're going to have to go in there and remodel those concourses. You're going to have to go in there eventually remodel bathrooms and other things. And these are, I'm sure, on a facility plan as funding comes available right. and as it's needed. Because have you gone to the bathroom at Jones Edwards Stadium? Not downstairs. <laughs> Where we are, that answered my question right no, there. I, not no, downstairs. On occasion, I have like turf ball or a few yeah. things. Yeah, and it's like, I know what you're saying. Right. How long can you hold your breath? And I'm trying to say that every stadium needs to do as much as possible for the fans that come in. Right. And I'm not saying let's make it a, a playground here, but, but let's make it fan friendly. Yeah. Because I mean, they did lead one category. They led it, but then. The other guy had a little bit of uh, separate rankings. He had, I think, I'm sixth, something like that. Uh, I have only I've only seen one other field, and it's not even there anymore. What Foreman Field looked like, what it's going to look like. Right. Other ones I've only seen on television. So you know. I mean, the stadium opened up in 1991, yeah, so let's not uh, I mean, think, let's not beat it up here. Yeah. I mean, it's less than 30 years old. Right. And every facility needs renovation. Every facility eventually yeah. needs. I mean, Rice is still playing in the stadium where the Super Bowl was played. 30 years what, right. 50 years ago. What kind of amenities do they have there? Well, now, how many times have we watched them on TV when Marshall was there and they come on 70 and you're going like, keep the color, keep the camera low. And here's the other t- thing, though. Yeah. Some stadiums, does that draw people in? Will that bring people in? And, and I don't know if, if Rice improving the facility is going to bring more f- Rice fans, either. whereas Marshall already has a good core of fans who show up. So you want to keep and retain them. Mm-hmm. And honestly, facilities, you have more amenities, they spend more money. Right. I mean, we're talking about this being a, a major industry, but at the end of the day, you have more opportunity for them to spend money. They're going to spend more money. Right. Exactly. And the savings come back to you. Exactly. 
We'll take they, they do make go ahead. No, I was gonna break say, time. Yeah, we're gonna take our first break. We'll come back. We're All here right. today at the Union Pub and Grill. Don't forget every Monday, two dollar call shots. $1.50 domestic bottles every Monday, all day, all night here at the Union Pub and Grill. We got more on the way. It's the drive. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're coming to you today from the Union Pub and Grill. Paul Swan, Dave Walsh with you. Our favorite spot on Monday. Exactly. $2 call shots, $1.50 domestic bottles, and whatever the heck you're drinking for free. <laughs> it's not bad. It's not it bad. It takes a long time for the foam to go away. It's not that. bad. It's, it's, I'm on the clock back there when they're, when, they're pouring, when they're pouring the draft back there. Work that poor girl to poor death. Poor girl's got to skate a ladle every, and the foam. Every oh, Monday, you're over there. I know. You're, you're just so just picky. Boom and go. Yeah, mine's simple. Yeah, I know. Because somebody's got to stay sober on this show. Okay, we've got stadiums. Now what? We got a lot of things here, Mr. Pat. You know, we have a Huntington guy who gave a championship tonight. Patrick Patterson, Toronto Raptors. How about those Raptors? They could uh, finish this thing I, out. I, did anybody see this coming? And, you know, what's his name wasn't playing, and you go out there and win twice in Oakland, beating them twice, and you're thinking, and you, you, as, as you mentioned, he's playing tonight. He's coming back tonight, but I just don't know if hey, Toronto's on a roll, buddy. This Kawhi ser- Leonard picked the right team to go to for a year. This series should be over. Yeah. It's, it should be over because Game 4 has earned a 9-8 overnight rating for ABC, the lowest rating for a final since I, 2009. Nobody's watching. Nobody's watching. Yeah, and you start at 9 o'clock tonight? Sorry. And see, that's another thing. I know you've got East Coast, West Coast to contend with, but you're starting at 9 o'clock tonight. Right. Are you kidding me? And you know you're trying to build. Hours. You're trying to build this sport, and sure, the West Coast is going to get the benefit of this. East Coast, maybe not so much. But you're trying to get kids to watch this. Right. And I'm not saying that kids are going to bed at ten o'clock. But let's be honest. Yeah, kids are going to bed. That's right. Parents and, are. And, and you know, parents aren't putting up with this. And you know, something's going to happen in the right. game. It's going to be late. You're looking at midnight. Right. Close to midnight. Exactly. I'm not saying hockey's doing it any better because eight o'clock's when they're going, give or take. Yeah, a lot of that, you know. Different sports, though. If they don't, if, if you had the penalty box, whatever, uh, just like I think state baseball right. tournament the other day, talking to Grant and Timmy, I think Hurricane and somebody played their game like an hour and 15 minutes. Each team had like one or two hits, and the guys threw strikes, and they made plays. And I said, that's my kind of game. Just four o'clock start, five o'clock, you're done. Now, <laughs> here's what could happen. Kevin Durant comes back tonight. They've rebuilt him. Yeah. I don't know what they did. They've but. made him <laughs> faster, stronger, healthier. Yeah. They put the artificial implants in. I don't know. <laughs> Kevin Durant comes back tonight, and then Golden State comes back, wins this series. Oh. Well, you know, if they the do rating, win tonight, they'll start talking. Well, when they're going back to Oracle, 3-1, to one, they can do it. It's an elimination game tonight, yeah. oh, so people yeah. will tune in. KD's yeah. going to play tonight, so right. people will tune in who want to keep an eye on this thing. And I wonder if there's anybody out there like the Dallas Cowboys used to be. You don't like them. How many people really want them to lose tonight? Just wait, Golden State and some things. It's like if they lose, good. I'm happy they lost. I think that's with anybody who yeah. has won for a multiple I mean, amount of times. Out of five, I mean, just if, hey, they had good players and good coaching, and they st- and then as you've said before, they stayed healthy. Now they've had some bumps and bruises, and it's caught up to them. Kevin misses, Clay Thompson, a few other pieces, and uh, Steph Curry can't carry you completely from 40 feet out. No, now. This thing is being watched in Canada, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They love it in Canada. Yeah. 
And that's what the NBA wants because they're expanding the brand. They're expanding into international markets. And all of a sudden, Canada as a country has been captivated by the Toronto Raptors. Exactly. Adam Silver's loving this. Commissioner, he's loving this. He'd love to give out the trophy tonight in Toronto. Well, sure he would. And I think the other day I saw a scroll where they're going to play two or three games in Mexico next year. Some NBA games. I can see that. Headers. I mean, they're, they're going around and they're going overseas. Well, that makes sense, though. Yeah. You can do that. It's a global game. It's a global game. I would keep it in North America, though, Yeah. as far as my teams are concerned. I wouldn't try what the NFL's doing and going to London. I mean, if I'm a season ticket holder in, 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 of eight games and, and two of them are played in one, I'm mad. <laughs> I'm not happy about that. Now, if you want to expand it to Mexico, that's, that's mm. doable. Yeah. But when you go to Wembley and some other places, I mean, it's neat. It's a nice little concept here, but it's kind of all right. We we've They've seen done this it done this. Times. Yeah, we've seen this done that. Play it in Mexico. Yeah. Go south of the border. Yeah, I think they had one scheduled and they had some something was going on. They had to move it out of there because of fire or something was happening. I forget, but no, somewhere else. How could you do this? Have maybe a couple of teams in Mexico? Could. I don't know if they'd have them, but they could play a game there. I mean, you got Houston. No, the same. You can, sp- oh. you can expand into Mexico. You could have a couple of franchises there. Yeah. I don't know if they will. You could. You could. It'd be a new market for them a new market. if they can justify it. I don't know if they could really expand into Canada because, after <laughs> all, I don't know if you're going to have the same support for yeah. an NFL team. And I don't mean that they wouldn't support it. I mean, yeah. you need numbers. Right. I mean, Toronto for basketball, you're feeling what, 18 yeah. seats? Football, I mean, basically, when they're not. eight times at 50, 60,000. When they're seats. not watching the Maple Leafs, they're rolling over and they're watching uh, the Raptors. That's yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, it's basically could be the same crowd. Watching some baseball, you know, one day, we're watching some NBA, we're rolling over yeah. here. They can recycle. You need a lot more for football. You got to fill a stadium and. Eight times. You've got the Canadian Football League, which, by the way, football is like the second sport in, oh, yeah. in well, maybe not for long, but oh. it's the second sport in Canada. I think there's a couple of Marshall guys on Canadian rosters, but you, they're on ESPN a lot of yeah. times. They're on. Right. Three downs to make a first and down and at, and at 100, you know, 25 look, yard in. My ESPN Plus description <laughs> will get used again for yeah, this. I'll watch it for a week. There you go. A week. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, here's a guy from Huntington who comes back in August and does a camp. He may come back with a ring. Never know. It would be nice, and it's uh, it's really cool because again, this is this is a league at one time was on par with the NFL, and then television money. Right. Television money changes everything. Yeah. Yeah. And all of a sudden, can't compete. So you're you're a professional league. You've been around a long time too. But you play a different style. But you don't have the stadiums that the NFL has. You don't have the revenue streams the NFL has. You don't have the global brand the NFL has. Does the NFL really have a global brand, though, other than maybe Super Bowl time? I don't know. I mean, they're selling Wembley out, right? Yeah, because, you know, there's. But they care more about what. That happen. There's a lot of empty chairs when you look at They care more now. about what Liverpool than they care about um, <laughs> the Cowboys. Yeah. yeah. So, so does Did I say it right? Liverpool. Someone, Liverpool's one of them. Yeah. I'm not sure exactly if that's it, but. But, you know, it'd be nice to have one tonight. You know, we're mandated to uh, actually watch soccer at our company. Are you? We're mandated. Yeah, it's, uh, it's in the company handbook. Are you glued to Globe World Cup? All the time. <laughs> All the time. Yeah, you didn't know that. It's, uh-huh. it's so when you know when the boss comes over, you know, hey, did you see the game on the pitch? Yeah, oh, yeah. sure did. Yeah, the Americans did. Americans did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure uh, did. Yeah. I uh, don't tell him I said this, but I called the boss a poser the other day to his face. Oh, Lord. Yeah, he was uh-huh. talking to Chris Grossi, <laughs> and he said, he said I, just, oh. I, I leaned over and said, poser. 
He wants. Don't tell him I said that. He's probably going, yeah, Grant, uh, uh, Paul will be down there doing a story. Yeah. He'll be down there this week. He's like, um, <laughs> hmm, Dave Walsh, full time on the show, huh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we got that. Get ready. You might be here a lot more without me. <laughs> more on the way. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Member FDIC. Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're coming to you today from the Union Pub and Grill. Paul Swan and Dave Walsh with you on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. So, basketball season's over and it's going to begin again soon. Right. And for those uh, few people who are uh, living life in the gymnasiums watching practice, it never stopped. But a little bit of renovation going up here some more, I yeah. understand. And then you see any of that of, yet? Not yet, but then you see pictures of Elmore the other day. He's in a Pacers jersey. Right. He was uh, somewhere. He's been. He's out getting looks. He's all over the place. But yeah, have you seen that they've got some uh, wall graphics up? They're trying to spruce the place up a little bit. Yeah. Again, facilities matter. Exactly. I mean, hey, you bring somebody in there and they're going. Hmm. It shows they care. I think it is. They show they care. Okay, so Conference USA. Right. You know how the pod system worked. They brought it back. They brought it back. Yeah, Grant did some good work on the Herald Dispatch. We got to acknowledge that. Are they uh, going to do it again? I mean, yeah, they're going to do it again. Why? <laughs> because they're going to give it a second year. What did they? Are they going to tweak it? Or I saw I don't it, think, but I couldn't find. I don't think they're going to tweak it. I mean, I think they're going to roll with it again. The problem here was it doesn't work if uh, what happened happened like it did this uh, last season. Right. I mean, everybody went two and two in the in the first pod. Right. You don't have a super team. Right. No, you know Marshall is a great one, and in the pod they could they, they could run they ran the pod I think, lost once. The only highs they could get was sixth. That's as high as they if could you, get. If you've got a super team in the in Conference USA, uh, it protects that team. Right. It's great, but this again is based on a RPI system and not a a, a BPI. Right. This is not going to work. And you know now you know if it does work, I'm going to sit here and I'm just going to acknowledge the fact that I was uh, wrong, Judy. I was wrong. But, I was wrong. But I still think, as you have said, on Sunday when the committee has sat down to do their 64 teams or 68, whoever won that Saturday night game for a championship is going. Everybody else, no. I still think, you know. I think you got to get eyeballs on Conference USA. You think you're going to be more than one bid league, just, and it didn't work. No, you have to have eyeballs work. on Conference USA. How do you get eyeballs on Conference USA? One, you have to have television exposure. Right. Two, you actually have to have some teams that are winning and, and winning at a conference. And Western Kentucky beat Syracuse at – was it Western? Somebody won at Syracuse. Old Dominion wins at Syracuse. You got to have – They lost one game right. nothing. You got to have eyeballs on Conference USA. Right. But I don't – it's not going to hurt – this isn't going to hurt anything. It's just annoying. Yeah. That's it. Because you got to – if Marshall's in sixth, fifth or sixth again, you're going you're gonna to see Florida, the two Florida schools come through again, North Texas and somebody, and it's going to like, seen them already. And the chance to really help yourself doesn't come. And you can't have uh, if you're if you're improving towards the end of the of the season, and you've got an opportunity to maybe win some games, which they were doing. And you can't though because now you're put into a pod, so you're locked. So you could be playing your best basketball, and then you get a first round bye. That helps you. Right. Instead, the system is going to protect those right. teams from those late season upsets. I think Marshall went like what six and one down the stretch. But no, let's say you had the, the four this year. They play each other, and they all go two and two. That didn't hurt anybody. Hurt their tournament chances, but, hey, they're still going to be one through four, and they're going to get a double bye in a tournament. And as I'm sure Jeff Jones knew last year going into the tournament, I better be in that Saturday night game. I'd better win it, or we're not going anywhere. And they didn't. They didn't. And, you know, Danny, they got beat 
in the quarters, and they, the CIT came along and they took it because they had the home games. But he knew. He knew. And then look, I think the prime example is Kermit Davis, Middle Tennessee, a year ago, wins the league, got beat in the first round of the tournament, got nothing. He goes to Mississippi, finishes sixth in the SEC, and he's got a bid. Now they lost. But you still get a bid. But he got in. That's the thing. You yes. got a bid. You got in the tournament. Right. And that's the important thing. You can get in the tournament. If you get in, anything can happen. Right. You can win a game. Yeah. And it's all good. Make because you have a chance. In basketball, you have a chance yeah. to get in the tournament. Right. But if you're a one-bid league, and I appreciate Conference USA trying to do something, yeah. but I don't think this is the answer. No. I don't think I don't see anybody adjusting else the schedule, to do yeah. that either. You adjusting know? the schedule to make the best teams play each other towards the end, it's a novel idea. But you got to have a super team. You got to have someone win that pot out. Somebody's got to be there, and it was just like, I mean, Old Dominion was, but it was like, there's nobody like head and shoulders like, dude, we're playing for second. There, there wasn't one out there, you know. Everybody was like, tied for third or something, and and it just didn't work. I mean, we're shaking our head at the at the pod games, going like, Danny goes, well, it was good because we got to rest. It was bad because we went six and one, and the best we could do was sixth or fifth. Right. And we got one by, and then they draw a game. They win, then they draw Southern Miss, and gone. Marshall's schedule was uh, Marshall's biggest downfall. Right. And a lot of that was self-inflicted. Right. Yes. I, I'm. Everybody's curious to how the schedule comes out this year for basketball. Haven't heard yet. We know there's a doubleheader up in Cleveland. See, I don't like these extra, you know, these tournament exempt tournaments. I don't like those. Yeah. You're trying to get some more games in. You know what? Maybe just play. And they get that you, exempt tournament, and then it's like the three teams that come here are like. They're who? nobodies. Who? And I don't mean that in derogatory manner. Yeah, but, but they are. They're nobodies. Right. And they had their money games. They went to Maryland, got hammered. They're home games. That's what they are. They're yeah. home games. Yeah. They went to Maryland, a couple of road games, and high U, which had a so-so year. Right. Beat them terribly up there early in, uh, yeah. in the season. So it's like, what's going on here? I mean, it's like did you say in football. It's one thing to schedule them. At some point in time, you got to win one. You got to start winning a couple to go like, yeah, yeah. Now, so we, we this year, our second week in football. Guess what? We'll be talking big time about Boise. That's one. If they win, watch out. If they lose, the Access Bowl, bye bye. I um, <laughs> bye bye. UCF's to lose or Boise's to win. You have a better. Better opinion of this than I do. Yeah. Well, when football gets here and we start going that week, I will I will run with it. They're going to be act. That's for the access lead until UCF kicks off. Because you know UCF, they're they're the darlings right now. And well, if that quarterback comes well, back, if that quarterback comes back, that that horrible knee injury, if he comes back, uh, they're going to be awfully hard to beat. They should be. And oh, by the way, even though I said they were nobodies, Hofstra was really good. Yeah. But you know what? Hofstra. Mount St. Mary's, so that was um that was a blowout for all intents and purposes. Yeah, I think um, if Hofstra, if I remember right, in their tournament got beat, and I don't think they got a bid either. Yeah, North Carolina A and T State University. Oh. I mean it's a good money game for them. Yeah. Yeah. They got some money, but it's like as as they say, as you have put it, does it enhance your resume or your uh what do you call it? Picture of work as they did the announcers, like you know your your work in progress or your your what you picture you've painted is yep. like beating those teams really 
made the committee sitting there and go yep. like, man, we got to think about Marshall. Beating Hofstra, Mount St. Mary's, and North Carolina A&T State did not com- do anything for the resume. And the committee room is going like, I don't think so. The rest of the schedule, though, I had no problem with. <laughs> you play Glenville. You play a West Virginia Wesleyan. You play those Those schools. were your exhibitions. Yeah, you play those. Uh, you play Eastern Kentucky because that makes sense. That makes sense geographically. Them, and Toledo, you know Warhead, what? And Ohio. William and Mary, yeah, sure, play them. That yeah. makes sense. Oh. I, I will put that on the schedule. As Duquesne. As soon as they got done with William and Mary, guess what happened? Their right. coach got let go. Ohio, put that on the schedule. Toledo, yeah, play that. Yeah. Moorhead, play that. Akron, yeah, play yeah. that. Yeah. And you, you got Texas A&M on the schedule, and you, you get Virginia on the schedule, and then you get into your conference. Well, you you know, Virginia, those, and guess what? The national champs you played. Right. Those conference games made sense, and then you're in this um, situation where you're going to go on the road, you're going to play Maryland, and that's a great get. And so you got to go through Hofstra, Mount St. Mary's, and North Carolina A&T State. Uh, does not enhance your resume. On the other hand, though, it's a basketball game, so go watch the herd play right. Hofstra University. Right. Because Mr. Elmore's, as it got to be at the end of the year, every time he took a floor and took a shot, he set a record. Yeah, on the one hand, not a fan <laughs> of playing Mount St. Mary's. On but, the other hand, yeah. I'm going to go see Marshall play Mount St. Mary's exactly. and not have a problem with it. Right. But as far as resume, it just you know you got to work on the schedule yeah. a little bit more. Yeah, I you think give Danny's team. trying to do some things. The doubleheader. He learned. Line. Yeah. And, but Danny's big thing is, hey, when you go in there, you're entertained. I think one of the best games I saw this year is when they played Glenville in that exhibition. Both teams were in the hundreds. Right. And I really didn't care who won because I just enjoyed them going up and down the floor. Not many whistles and then just launching. They were just launching and it was fun to watch. Right. As a head coach, he knows what he's doing. Right. The scheduling got him a little bit. That one week got him. That, that's it. The schedule got him. Yeah. Because remember that night he said, hey, we, I'm sorry. They're 19-20. We lost our wheels. And then they had the break, got their wheels back, and you saw what they did down the stretch. But that Western Kentucky and when they went down south and got pounded, that, that proved costly. They went from Western Kentucky to Louisiana Tech to, to Southern Miss. Right. And I'm Remember sorry. Southern Miss was ugly, wasn't it? That's yeah. a 50-pointer. Right, it was. And here's what you do. You don't play that Western Kentucky game. You find another game. You find another day to play that. Right. You look at – yeah. I mean, they got stuck on a Monday. That's very seldom. Right. And it was almost like they played on Saturday and the following Monday where I around played them look, again. Look, you, you find a way to make that work or you just tell the conference, look, <laughs> you and, can't and hose you, us like this. And you think the conference, knowing what Marshall and Western Kentucky basketball means, they would do anything but make it a well, burden. Well, I think Western Kentucky maybe was not that easy to work with. Yeah. Um, that's, that's what's been indicated. And, again, you're playing Western Kentucky, then you're – yeah. You're playing WKU, then FAU, FIU, and then you're going to play WKU on the road, and then you're going out, you're playing Louisiana Tech and Southern Miss. Right. I mean, it's one thing you're taking a bus from uh, Western Kentucky to Huntington, but the game was on the 12th, and then the next game in the pod was uh, 17th. And you hit the, you're on the and air. You're in the you're air. playing Western Kentucky on the 21st of right. January, and then you got to go and play Louisiana Tech on the 24th. Right. It's basically get home, get on a plane, and go. And then from there you went to Southern Miss was still whatever. And then we know what happened to Southern Miss. I think it caught up with them. I know. remember that night I, we saw that score and we just kind of went like, what happened? 50 points, really? True. You just got to work the schedule <laughs> a little bit better. But, you know, and still you got to play it, though. That's the right. thing. You, know, you can't make an excuse out of that. You got to play the schedule. Yeah. And so the Thundering Herd plays the schedule. They're the CIT champions, and we're going to take a quick timeout. We'll come back and wrap it up here from the Union Pump and Grill. Paul Swan and Dave Walsh with you on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Everyone has.
You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan, the 2019 West Virginia Broadcasters Association Best Talk Show on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Paul Swan and Dave Walsh with you here at the Union one final time. Don't forget, every Monday you can come down to the Union Pub and Grill in Huntington and you can get $1.50 bottles. You can get $2 call shots, and, of course, you get us. Until six. That's quite a tri- That's quite a triple. Yeah. That is quite, quite a triple. triple. You get us. Yes. And you're ready to play some flag football. See, you've got your flag yeah, football I, I shirt. Was a, I was an observer. You were observer. I was smart. They didn't have our division. Didn't want another concussion protocol to go through. I told you I was a leader in that. We just didn't know what to call it. Uh, well, <laughs> Marshall's record leader here in concussion protocol. Exactly. Yeah, and, and, you know, did we have our insurance policies paid up? Because, you know, we ran into a couple of guys by the name of Mel Long and Jack Lambert who did pretty well at Toledo and – Kent State, respectively. So let me ask you, what was it like playing with leather helmets? It wasn't that bad. What? It was close. <laughs> without, wasn't that I, I, bad. I thought you were going to say it was like playing without a mask. Well, <laughs> I, I get that, too. I, I completely understand that yeah. as well. But it's been fun. And then, you know, a couple things while we're wrapping it up. You've, you've got an AJG people in town, junior top junior golfers in Ashland, And coming up into the month, a big boxing thing with Travis Hanshaw. I've got some phone numbers I can share with you, and hopefully you can get him on one day because – He's, he's an excellent fighter. He's a win away from going to Germany. And he just spent a week sparring with a guy from Youngstown okay. that hopefully turned his career around. So. Sell me on this. Why is this Why is this boxing good? He's Sell fighting for a title on the 29th. Okay, what title? WBF, super middleweight. If he wins, he goes to Germany. He has to go to Germany to defend it. Where does this title rank among titles? Because there are 50 of them. I, know. I, I, I don't think it's what it once was in terms of titles, you know, how we used to watch it. But... It's something. I mean, the guy from the commissioner has been here. I met him. He's from South Africa. He came over to see a fight. So, uh, you know, he's got a chance to fight for something. And it's, and it's a local guy. It's a local guy. We haven't had too many do very well. We haven't had too many boxing events. Well, right too now, well. right. and right now, pretty much, boxing is done in Huntington. I mean. Why is that? Why is boxing it's just done? The, well, the UCFers came along and other issues, and I think. And, you know, Paul, you look around 2019, how many things are there to do other than going to a gym and beat each other up? I mean, there's a lot of things you can do that's a lot safer than going into a gym. And, and UCF is, you know, the cage and stuff. And I, have, I've, I just cannot watch it. I just have a hard time getting into See, it. See, and that's the thing for me is I know a lot of people, this is all anecdotally, but yeah. a lot of people say, hey, I, I don't like boxing, I don't watch boxing. Hey, but I've watched MMA. Yeah. It's completely different. different now. It's what younger people are watching. And it's on if every they channel. watch. It's on every channel. And I went to Ashland one time for a show. In the first bout, the guy won the bout by a decision called a rear naked choke. Oh, yeah. And I went, what? That does, I said, that sounds like something you go to prison for, rear naked choke. And it was his hold. And then Jason Butcher, who moved up the line, he about broke a guy's arm off. There was a, this call for that. And I was just going... It's, you have to understand it, and a lot of people don't. They did over there, but I didn't. Well, when you get guys like Triple G just knocking fools out, <laughs> yeah, yeah, boxing's not going to stick around long yeah. because yeah. that was the thing. I never really enjoyed a boxing pay-per-view, even when it was in its prime, because with a guy like Tyson, he would come in and just knock you out, and I've you spent like $60, $70 to see a first-round knockout. For maybe 30 seconds. I don't need that. And now the pay-per-views are still as expensive, Yeah. but who are you watching? I have no clue. I'll say this, though. I have no clue. I enjoy, even though I don't know the names as well as I used to, because I used to be a big fight fan, Dave. Yeah. 
you know, when I was younger. But I do enjoy watching uh, – Boxing on uh, ESPN Plus, top rank boxing. Yeah, uh, I like watching um, some of those fight cards, even though these are like you know maybe uh, lighter weights, middleweights. You know these aren't the heavyweights because I was a big fan of the heavyweight division. Yeah, and it's fun, it's enjoyable. I think it takes a little bit more of an investment from fans to get into it. Yeah, because uh, it's not fighting; it's boxing. Yeah, and who are like you mentioned? Who are your names? Sugar Ray Leonard. Uh, Tommy Hearns, uh, you mentioned Tyson and people yeah. like that. You had some names to draw. Right. And now you're going like, who? Yeah, because I was um, – there, <laughs> there, there were so many – I mean – There were some really big fights. Yeah. Sugar Ray Leonard and Marvelous Marvin Hagler. Oh, man, uh, I remember that one. Uh, I still think that uh, yeah, Marvin got, uh, got robbed. Yeah. I mean, I, I really believe that. Yeah. Nobody knows what I'm talking about because they don't watch <laughs> boxing anymore. Yeah, like, and what and is he talking about? Right after Buster Douglas – beats Tyson in Japan, right. he is over here at the Golden Gloves making a visit. And here's a guy that two weeks earlier taking Tyson out. It doesn't it doesn't mean as much to be the champ anymore because the champ was uh, was a celebrity. Exactly. And how many initials are out? you got WBA, WBC, WF. And it, there's so many initials yeah. out there. It's I mean, like, when you were what's the, what? When you were the boxing champion of the world back in the day, you were on top of the world. Exactly. But of course, the personalities were better, right? I mean, and there were there was more of a there were more names. You always have to yeah. have a good villain if you're going right. to be the hero. And I think Muhammad Ali transcended because he had great villains, right? Or you know, he was the great villain. And sometimes, depending on, as you said, there's there are villains out there now, but we don't know who they are or how to pronounce their name. We need a pronunciation guide on some of these people. And right now, who's the biggest name in MMA? Well, one of them that I know has jumped to WWE and now is taking time off for a family. And after that, I really don't know. And they're on TV all the time, UFC, Bellator, and stuff like that. And, you know, Ronda's gone, so I don't know who's out there. I remember Holly Holm got beat. I think she made a comeback. But I, really, I wouldn't know the first one outside of Conor McGregor. And the thing is, he when's the last time he's fought? Yeah. Haven't seen him in a while. No, and the last time he fought, I think, was that a crossover? Is that his crossover yeah. to boxing? So, I wasn't paying for that. I, no. I um, and that was your another what ninety nine dollars. I camped out. <laughs> I camped out and I went to that and I paid. Watch that. I was okay. Yeah, I'm not paying a hundred dollars for a no. boxing. I'm not even doing that. even though it did go the distance, like you say, I yeah, could spend ninety bucks. Boom, and it's over. I'm not paying a hundred dollars for nope. a pay per view. Nope. Would I do that? No. I got better ways to spend yeah. that money. I can I, I could I can make a lot of friends here with a hundred dollars at the Union Pub and Grill exactly. instead of spending it on a boxing pay-per-view. Two dollars take you a long way. <laughs> Two dollar call shots, dollar fifty domestic bottles all day, all night, right. every Monday here at the Union Pub and Grill. Uh, for Gabriel Sellers back in the studio, big fight fan. He's a okay. flyweight, flyweight <laughs> division, big fight fan. Okay. For the young thundering herd quarterback himself, Dave Walsh. I'm Paul Swan. This has been the Drive, ESPN ninety four point one FM and AM nine thirty. Flagship home of the Marshall Thundering Herd and The Drive with Paul Swan, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.